drivers. In theaters now. WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, and on Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. We're talking about the rise in shootings. What are the solutions? Are there any solutions? So many of these gunmen are in their teens. So many times they're just firing randomly at all hours of the day and night. A lot of times right in the middle of the day when kids are outside what is going on here. We have a major announcement about what we're doing here at Hot 97 to help with Push for Peace. We're going to push for peace in Brooklyn for the first time ever on Saturday, August 16th. We need your help. And that announcement is coming up later in the show. I'll give you all of those details. So you might want to get a pen and paper ready now because I'm going to give you the uh, contact for my executive producer, Tone Capone, his email, Tone, the number four, Tone for Real at gmail.com and tell you all the ways that you can get involved in the Hot 97 Street Soldiers Push for Peace show that's going to be taking place on Saturday, August 16th. We are taking it to the streets for the first time in Brooklyn, so it's going to be really, really good. Our focus, what do you think it will take to stop the shootings? It's not just in New York. Other cities around the country are seeing a rise in gunfire. On Friday, hundreds of mourners packed the Community Baptist Church in Patterson for the funeral of 12-year-old Genesis Rincon. The little girl was riding her scooter when she was struck and killed by a stray bullet. Our condolences and thoughts and prayers go out to the Rincon family, her friends and her classmates who are deeply affected by this tragedy as families and classmates and friends always are when this happens. But what will it take to stop this? How do we get illegal guns out of the hands of criminals? Give us a call now at 1-800-223-9797. Rose is on the phones waiting for your telephone calls. 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. And let me introduce our guests who are with us in studio. We have with us Brandon Ragnott. He was 17 years old or 13 years old. When he was shot, he lost use of his right arm and his right leg. Brandon did not let them that stop him. He's now a college a college student at St. John's University. He did a made a film that will be in the Tribeca Film Festival about his uh, about his whole ordeal or that was entered. Right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about that too in a minute. Brandon, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Also with us is Marlon Peterson. He's with the Fortune Society. He's going to tell us what's going on with the guys that are pulling the trigger what the mentality is, what the rehabilitation is looking like. Brandon, thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Also joining us is Tony Herbert. He's uh, the president of the Brooklyn East Chapter of the National Action Network. He's working with youth groups in Brooklyn and also throughout the city to stop the violence. Tony, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, and also joining us is Marie DeLuce. She, she, Marie, did I say your name right? Yes, you okay, did. Good. Thank right. you. Just, I'm just checking, you know? <laughs> Marie. Marie. Marie is with us. She's the New York City Coalition Coordinator. Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America. She lost her nephew to gun violence. Her own son was shot and survived. Marie, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. And you also have your son with us. Queens Flip is here. Yo, yo, yeah, Thank you yeah. so much for being with us. The building. We really, we really appreciate it. And we've also just been joined by uh, one of our local success stories, NBA star Sebastian Telfair. Sebastian, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, thank you. How you doing? I'm doing great. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Been a real whirlwind week for you. 
Sorry? It's been a real whirlwind week for absolutely, you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Getting a lot done, though. I know you are. And that's why, why we have you here on Street Soldiers this morning. And uh, congratulations on being signed with Oklahoma City. Thank you. Nice, Thank you. Nice. Product of Coney Island. Yes, Coney Island, Brooklyn. That's so Stand awesome. Up. That is so great. Now, also, you with your manager, Mike Nettis, you started a program because we're talking also about solutions today. Let me let you know the phone lines are open at 1-800-223-9797. Twitter, at Lisa Evers. We're going to use the hashtag for all these shootings, hashtag P, the number four P. That stands for Push for Peace. So let's start using that in our tweets, hashtag P4P. So, Sebastian, you grew up in Coney Island. You grew up in the projects there. Yes. And you never forgot that. Nah, you can't. You can't. It's uh, a lot of people in my community that helped me get to where I'm at today. You know, and it's my job to make sure that, you know, I help the next kid that's coming up behind me. Now, you have a plan to do that. This isn't just something you're saying because you're on the radio or you're in yeah. the media. Tell us about that. Um, you know, you got to try to find some type of solutions for these kids that's in the streets, you know, especially with the violence and, and try to understand why it's happening. And um, for me, going back to my neighborhood, something that I seen was, it's just how the environment is, you know. The street lights is out, you know. The cracks is all in the streets. Mm -hmm. um, just the look, it's the it's the feeling. And I got an opportunity to live all over the world. I lived in Scottsdale, Eden Prairie, Minnesota, where everything is just so nice. So it's a certain feeling that's in the air. And us were trying to, you know, do my community over and do the park over and fix things up, lighten it up. Um, just trying to give the kids some different type of hope. Let's, let's let them know that someone is thinking about them mm -hmm. and just give them a different feeling when they go outside versus it being the slums as it, as it is. Tell me about that feeling, because like you said, you've traveled all over. You just, you know, right before this, you were in China. You were really perfecting your game. And then you go, you've been in all these places, you know, high life, low life, everything in between. And, and, then, and then you come back home and you see what the kids are going through. What's the, what's the mindset that you think they need to change, that you're trying to help them change? They need role models. I would say the first thing is you got to have role models. Because um, I think about my own experiences and, and what made me want to do something different. And uh, I had role models, you know, whether it was a basketball player, a big brother, parents, whoever it was, uh, the teachers in the community. Um, I wanted to be somebody that was positive. So I think the kids just need role models and role models that they can actually interact with. Not role models that they necessarily just see on TV and want the fruit of their life. But, you know, role models that's making a difference in communities and helping people out. Now, you're putting your time and your money and your energy into this right before you get off on this big, you know, this this big career year for you with Oklahoma City. What a, and congratulations again on that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank we're, you. We're so happy to see our, our our local athletes and you know local people just go on and do really great things and and really turn around like yeah, that. I'm super excited for that. I'm uh you know one thing for my community. I'm driven by that. You know my community is the people that keep me going and you know they wear that on a you know on a sleeve. The fact that I, I play in the NBA. Um, so, you know, it's my duty, you know, to keep it up with it. And then in terms of the project with 99 Moves that you're doing with your manager, Mike Nettis, and the, the Stop the Violence campaign, you're actually building a park. Yes. Tell, tell me about that. I think that's such yes. a great idea. Um, when I got, at, you know, Sandy, you know, was, uh, I don't want to say a blessing in disguise because I actually researched yesterday and I found out 295 people died, you know, but it was a blessing in disguise for my community, you know, because it was nothing there and Hurricane Sandy came through and ripped up everything. So when I came back and I seen that um, and I pulled up, it was like 830 at night and there was no kids in the park. It was no lights on it. It just felt like 
isolated and, you know, they just left for dead. And that was something that I wanted to change, you know. So what we did was we went and found some uh, engineers and architects and some people that can help us get into the community to get this park done. And uh, my man, uh, Barrow President Eric Adams, he definitely Who we're going to hear from a yeah, little bit later on. He stepped to the plate. He stepped to the plate. We reached out to him one time. The next day we in his office and, and we getting a lot done. And, build, and building that park for the kids. Yes. Which I think is great, because I want to tell you, you know, as a reporter for Fox 5, I was over there, covered the storm, and then about six months ago or so, I'm like going, what, uh, the basketball court, your name came up, too. Yes. People were like, look, Sebastian came from here. Yeah. And, you know, your, na- your name is so alive on the streets there and in the community and so important to the people. And, and looking around the basketball court, there was it was still flooding, even though, you know, it was in total disrepair. So I think it's great that you're doing the park, the whole park thing there. Man, that, that's a huge focus for us right now. You know, it, it's for the kids. You know, it, it's a small part of my legacy, you know, because I, I want to, you know, show the community that I got the best interest for them. But it's really for these kids. I, I want them to be excited. So when they see that ground broke and they see them gates ripped up and this new park and new lights and the streets is fixed, I want that to be like, you know, a reason, to, you know, to stop the violence. You know, some people is thinking about us and just give them a, a completely different feel than they ever had. I love that idea. And, then the, and the, let them feel that they're people that really care about them. Absolutely, because there is people that care about them. And you're going to help us, too, I hear, with the uh, push for peace, stop yes. the violence, shoot hoops, not guns. Shoot hoops, not guns. That's it. Absolutely. Give, give these kids a purpose, man. I think they need a purpose. Everyone is not self-motivated. So sometimes you got to motivate the next person. Especially when they're just, that's all they're surrounded by absolutely all right well we really appreciate you being here with us today so just sit tight let me introduce our other guests okay we have another special vip guest with us brandon ragnott he's a college student at st john's university he was shot in the head 13 years old or 17 13 when you were 13 Mm -hmm. you lost the use of your right arm and your right leg yes still went on to go to college that's a pretty traumatic thing to have happen when you're 13 Mm -hmm. so we commend you for uh you know, just making a reco- full recovery as full as possible, given the injuries and the severity and also going on to college. Now, tell us what's what's going on with you, Brandon. Uh, mostly, uh, I'm now preparing to go on a, a Discover Europe trip next month, going to Paris, France, Seville, Spain. So... <laughs> Also, I'm going on a cruise next week, so... <laughs> All right, you don't have to come up here and brat. All right, let's get back to this. But I'm, I'm glad everything's going great for you, I really am. But in, in terms of... Take me back to when you were 13. Mm-hmm. And, and what did that do to your life? You're, you're walking down an alley, you're taking a shortcut, and you get shot? Yeah, mostly when I, when I first got shot, I felt like something was, was like bloody, both my right arm, right leg. You were shot in the head? Yeah. They both gave out. I was like dragging myself because cars usually come that way. I yelled help two times and then I just knocked out. Then when I woke up at Kings County Hospital, mostly I couldn't remember a thing. Mm. I didn't know what was going on. I had something big on my head. I was all confused till a doctor came in. He told me what happened and it was very it was like rough for me because I saw my arm in a splint. I couldn't move my right leg. I was so scared. And how did that, what happened in the days and, and weeks following that? Like how did your life change? Because that's pretty young to be, it's, it's traumatic to be shot at any age, but at 13 it's got to be beyond devastating. Well, mostly I had to like learn how to walk again. They had, they had a therapy, therapy site at Rusk. 
mostly had to learn to walk, talking. After a couple, like a month, I could talk normally, but mostly it happened in June, and I got out of rehab and everything in November, but still rough months that I had. Well, we're glad that you're that you're coming through it, and, and you did a film about this. Tell us about that. Oh uh, yes, I created a film in 2011 called A Block from Home. Mostly, it talks about the events that happened, the whole shooting, how I'm doing now in high school, and mostly it won the Tribeca Film Festival. In the oh, sp- it won! You're yeah. being so modest. <laughs> <laughs> I said entry, and you're kind of uh, like shaking your head. You won. That's yeah. that's huge. That's, that's like huge. the most prestigious uh, film <clears throat> festival in the United States. Yes, it won that plus six other film festivals. <laughs> 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 we got to get you with Queens Flip here and get a little bit of that uh, battle rap bravado here because so modest, so modest. All right. Well, we're glad you're here with us. We're glad you're telling your story and kind of giving a, giving a face to this because so much so much of the violence that's happening is affecting teens too. Tony Herbert. And you're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, at Lisa Evers, Lisa Evers Live on Instagram. We've got Sebastian Telfair here, fresh off signing a new contract with the Oklahoma City Thunder, building a park. How's that? That's, that's, you know, that's, that's awesome. going to start a trend. I am guarantee other people are going to start building stuff now that's because awesome. of you. <laughs> and uh, we're taking your phone calls. Rose is on the phones, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Tony Herbert, president of the Brooklyn East chapter of the National Action Network, candidate for New York State Assembly. When you see the violence, you go to a lot of the funerals, you deal with a lot of the victims, you're right there on the scene. When you see what's happening now, it seems like it's younger and it just seems like it's even more random right now. It's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a modern day genocide, quite frankly. And the sorry, the sad part about it is that these young people, and and I think Sebastian hit it right on the head, they just need somebody to say they care. They need somebody to say that they're there for them and encourage them to move forward in life. And I think that's what we have to focus on with regards to our outreach to these young folks. A lot of times, oftentimes, I mean, just like Marie Deleuze, you know, my nephew was shot and killed in Richmond, Virginia, shot twice in the head. Oh, my God. And this is my twin brother's son. So it was like my godson. So it was that close. It was like my son, because I would always travel to bring him back to hang out with us in New York. So I'm not, you know, I'm just not doing this to be doing it. There's, there's a personal thing for this here for me. And we don't want to see anybody else's child hurt like that. So that's why we're out here and doing what we're doing. And, you know, the, the big key for us and, and, and one of the biggest things that could take place is that all of us come together, you know, and get around the table and work together. I mean, everybody has their, their small successes in what they're doing out here in the community. But we need to be in the room together so we can actually strategize and build upon this. Leave that crabs in the barrel mentality where it's at. Everybody get to the table and work together. That's what this is about. And we are going to be bringing everybody together. We're going to be hearing from um, Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams shortly about right. the uh, Hot 97 Street Soldiers Push for Peace event that's coming to Brooklyn Borough Hall mm-hmm. on Saturday, August 16th. And I know, Tony, you're working with a lot of your community leaders, yes. getting young people, to some of the involved, teams yes. there to really come and get involved with that. Well, actually, we have a step team for you, so. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, even if, with that, even better. We'll add to that. Let me let me bring in right now Marie Deleuze. She's been very active. She's with the, the mothers who are trying to make moves. She's a New York City coordinator coalition coordinator because there's a lot of groups it's not just one moms demand action for gun sense in america she lost her nephew to gun violence and her son queens flip who was here with her he was shot and survived and marie you feel very strongly i've seen you on the front lines on so many of these marches and rallies and we appreciate you being here with us thank you very much thank you for inviting um, inviting me um, moms demand action for gun sense in america we are here we're trying to make changes we are making changes with legislative and this is what we do. 
I mean, can I give you a little history about how we started? Sure. Yes. So Mom Demand Action was actually created by, um, founded by Shannon Watts. Shannon Watts was a stay-home mom in Indiana, and she just got devastated after the Newtown shooting on December 12, 2012. So she created, um, she created Mom Demand Action for, for Gun Sense in America through a Facebook page. And then look where, and then it's spreading all it's these spread, different we groups. Have 80, 80 chapters. That that now, is fantastic. I personally lost my nephew, as you said, um, in on November eleventh, two thousand and eight. And November eleven is a very powerful day for me because I'm a Marine Corps veteran for Desert Storm. So whenever November eleven ha- happened, I celebrate as a Marine, but I also always remember my nephew. But I didn't do anything those few years after my nephew got shot. We just go on with our lives, you know what I mean? In the yeah. community, we, I mean. We, we lived that life, you know? So I didn't do anything until um, Sandy Hook happened, and I just was completely devastated about what happened. These little it, kids killing, getting killed just was the trigger that made It, it just made you put, and then it put it all, it kind of like put it all together yes, for you. Yes. Marlon Peterson, Fortune Society, you work with many of these ex-offenders when they come home and try to help them turn their lives around away from violence. What do you see from your perspective is, is going on here? Yeah, I see a lot of, the experiences, as Brandon mentioned, that at a young age, the experiences sort of like to call trauma of folks uh, experiencing gun violence at a young age. But I think also in the neighborhoods, um, they're dealing with a, a, with a multitude of different issues in the neighborhood, from poverty being the biggest one and, and having safe spaces like parks where they can go and have fun and be young people. I think our young people have, they don't have an opportunity to be young people. So they're, they're living lives as young people, as, but as adults and making adult decisions and, and having adult fears. And they're sort of reacting to that. I think uh, many times when this conversation had, when we had this conversation, we think about it like what's wrong, what's wrong with our young people. And I think it's not necessarily what's wrong with them. I think what's wrong with the conditions and circumstances around them that allows them make these sort of decisions and terrible decisions in many times and uh, um, irrehen- irre- you know, terrible decisions that they can't take back. And that obviously hurts their own community and hurt themselves. Because in many cases, the people that are being shot are the same people that are shooting in many cases. We're dealing with the same sort of folks who are involved in this sort of disgusting cycle of violence in our neighborhoods. On and on and on and on. Queens Flip, tell us about what happened with you. And thanks for being with us. We yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was an unfortunate situation. Um, you know, wrong place, wrong time. When you grow up in Queens and the type of environment that I was immune to, you know, the attitude that you have is, you know, I don't care about anything. And, I, I, you know, I say I'm from Queens a lot. And something, you know, something, altercation happened and I got the worst end of the stick. But how, you were shot? Was it yeah. life-threatening? I mean, I drove myself to the hospital. Um, it was life-threatening. I mean, you get shot anytime it could anytime be Anytime it could be, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you never know what could happen after that. Yeah, but, you know... I mean, yeah, it, it was life threatening. You know, it was it was a scary moment, but I had to calm, I had to remain calm, and just worry about getting to the hospital and getting safe and being safe. All right, well, we're glad you, we're glad you're here. One eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven. You're listening to Hot ninety seven Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. Twitter at Lisa Evers. Uh, Instagram, Lisa Evers Live, hashtag P4P, that's push for peace. We got Rose on the phones, 1-800-223-9797. What do you think it'll take to stop the shootings? What do you think it'll take to make people actually put down the guns? And why is this cycle continuing year after year? And this summer, those those guns are getting in the hands of younger and younger teens. Some people are saying time to bring back 
stop and frisk to the levels that it was at in previous years. Other Police Commissioner William Bratton says we don't need to do that. He says we're focusing on the troublemakers. This week, Mayor de Blasio announced that they were opening for the first time in 30 years 107 community centers until 11 p.m. in the public housing developments in the city, which is where, as we know, a lot of the gang violence has been centered, a lot of the shootings have been taking place, and so that's something that's positive. They're going to be networking with community groups to try and get those programs out. We're going to take some telephone calls. we got Sebastian Telfair, NBA star, just signed. Coney Island's own mm-hmm. building parks, even yeah. as he's, uh, you know, other people be out there partying, going crazy. And here you are in New York. You got your summer camp coming up for the kids. The whole thing. Yes. Uh, July 14th to the 18th in the basketball city. Got them kids out there. And, you know, one of the things we're going to be talking about is stopping the violence and, and giving them some uh, some hope for life, you know, and kind of show them the ropes, show them different things. You know, I think with the violence in the community right now, is the the hobbies, you know, the hobbies. What, what are you doing every day? You know, what are you into? And uh, the people that are stepping up to um, try to stop the violence, I think we need to create more opportunities for the kids, more things, whether if you just get 15 kids a day and put them in a the park and they with you for four hours and, and you work on basketball or just speaking to them, um, that that helps a lot more than people, than people think, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what shaped me into being a good person in my community was, you know, the older guys and the OGs pulling me to the side, telling me, you know, don't do this, do that, you know, and um, we need more of that in the communities right now. No, we definitely do. And this week, shout out to uh, the Turn 2 Foundation, Derek Jeter, uh, foundation president, my good friend, Charlie Jeter. They had the baseball clinic, the four-day baseball clinic, baseball um, for the kids in Flushing Meadow Park four days and it's exactly what you're saying it's like the activities are there and you never know what kind of impact you're going to have on somebody's you know on on a young person's life and that that's why we're asking you you know get your pen and paper ready I'm going to give you all the details about the Hot 97 Street Soldiers with Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams Push for Peace Shoot Hoops Not Guns event that's going to be taking place live on Saturday, August 16th, Saturday afternoon at Brooklyn Borough Hall. Let's take some phone calls. We've got a lot of people that have been hanging on the phones right now. Let's go to uh, Kai from Brooklyn. Kai, hi, you're on Hot 97. Hi, how you doing? All right, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, thank you, uh, first and foremost, thank you for sharing y'all experiences and everything with us. You know, it gives uh, people the other side of the story so they can understand that Maybe, you know, they'll think about the consequences before they actually do something stupid, like, you know, shooting somebody or or stabbing or whatever, anything violent to anybody. Um, what I wanted to elaborate more on is how we need to come together as people and realize, you know, not really just realize, but we need to really see that we're not much different from one another. Mm-hmm. We all breathe the same air. We all bleed the same blood. And us being violent, you know, killing each other and fighting, it's not accomplishing anything. And we have to definitely start with the children because the children are the future. But we as adults, we have to set that example. All right. Kai, thank you very much for the call. And also my guests, feel free to please just jump in. Um, But I'm going to go through, blaze through some of these calls here. Let's go to Jose from Rockland County. Jose, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, Jose, I need you to turn the radio down in the background. Jose, okay, we lost Jose. Let's go to uh, let's go to Michael from the Bronx right now. Michael, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hello, Lisa. Hello, everyone. Hello, Tony. Hey, what's up, man? All right, man. You know, my solution is, is first off, bring it back. Stop and frisk um, will not help because they'll go right back to the questioning of um, innocent people being in the I agree. What the answer is, in 
my view, is tackling the rhetoric that's pushing this gun violence. When you have people like the NRA saying more guns, more guns, and even pushing into the hands of our children, you know, there's a lot of misperception going on regarding the Second Amendment and people saying it's my God-given right to have a gun. But, you know, the Second Amendment may say something about having a gun, but it does not give people the right to just arbitrarily shoot somebody just for a mere decision. No, but Michael, but we're talking about these guns, the guns, the guns, I, I would say almost 100% of the guns that are used in these shootings are illegal guns. Yes, they're guns that have come about illegal. criminally. No, they're, they're illegal guns, and I think that's a little bit of a different issue than legal guns. Marie? No, but I think, um, and I want to make a correction about the Sandy Hook. I think I said December 12th. I meant to say December 14th, 2012, and my demand action was created on December 15th, 2012. I get very nervous sometimes in these interviews. But I wanted to well, say... Well, you don't show seriously. it, that's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. But I wanted to say, seriously, um, this gentleman is right. My organization, we are the counter of the NRA. A lot of the community members want to talk about the guns in, this, in the community, which is true. A lot of the guns are coming from the community, but they're coming in they're trafficking from states that have lax gun laws. New York State, we are one of the lucky ones. We have, like, the New York Safe Act, so we're very lucky. But all these guns are not generated from New York. They're coming from, like, Philadelphia, deep south from I-95. My organization... The Iron Pipeline, what they call the Iron Pipeline. Exactly. And my organization, we are determined. We are a group of moms. We are a group of dads. But we were created by a mom, and we're determined to protect our kids. Now, I'm a Marine, right? So I believe in the Second Amendment. I was a sharpshooter when I was in Marine Corps. All right? I, I could shoot. I could shoot. So, so I love my M16. So I'm one of those people that's not trying to take away guns. So I believe in the Second Amendment. And I believe a right to defend ourselves. But I do not agree that we should have guns out there that's being trafficked and then being sold illegally. So you think there should be like a national law that's the same we everywhere? Are, we already, so they can't yes, go the down south or go to exactly. Pennsylvania and get a trunk, which is the what they're doing. Yes, it's the universal background check that we are actually working on. Moms and men actually for guns in America, we've already been fighting to have that law in place. And as you know, the Senate actually um, did, um, canceled that bill last year. So right now, it was the it was the it was the right now we have the uh, bill at the House level right now, and we're trying to pass the universal background check because we believe that by having all the guns go through a background check, it will prevent a lot of the guns from coming into the community. All right, we got Tony, hold on one second. I'm going to come back to you. We need to take a short break. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. Let me let you know and get your pen because I'll say it again right after the break and probably a few more times after that. On Saturday, August 16th, for the first time ever, we're taking the Street Soldiers show in front of a live audience at Brooklyn Borough Hall, the Push for Peace, Shoot Hoops, Not Guns event. We're going to be doing a show, taping a show right there. We're going to have a reverse red carpet with the celebrities where we're looking for students. Brandon, maybe you can help us with that, too. We're going to be uh, helping uh, take pictures, get autographs, get some words of support from all the celebrities that are showing up. We've got Sebastian Telfair, NBA star, just signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder, community leader now, we have to say, community activist. is going to be helping us out with that shoot hoops piece of that and the Street Soldiers show and maybe getting some of his NBA buddies to help, you know, help with the youth out there, too. I know he can do it. And uh, we need your help. If you are a teacher, if you are a community organizer, if you have a youth group, if you have a church group, please email my producer, executive producer, Tone Capone, tone the number four real, tone for real 
at gmail.com and get involved now. We've just been talking about this ourselves behind the scenes. We're already getting a tremendous response. There's going to be a limited number of seats for people in the actual show, but the event can hold hundreds. So if you want to get involved, we need you. If you have a fraternity, a sorority, a community service organization, we need volunteers to help us that day with the different organizing and different activities going on. Hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone. That's Tone, the number four, real, at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, or Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. It is going to be an incredible day. We want to fill that place with teens, and we want them to know that there are adults in our community, that there are people who have made it in their fields, like Sebastian Telfair here, the NBA star with a conscience, a good conscience and community, uh, heart for his community, that care and that really want to do something about this violence. Because the only way we think is to give them alternatives, is to show them that there's a different way out. So that's Saturday, August 16th. Hit up my producer, Tone for Real. That's Tone, the number four, real, at gmail.com for more info. And we're also going to be having info posted on lisaevers.com, the great new website by our digital genius jeffrey thacker so listen all weekend we got a lot going on here at hot 97 listen all weekend for your free concert tickets schoolboy q um the weekend live in concert september 19th at the barclays center we'll be back right after this ladies and gentlemen we are calling cleveland yeah we are going to tell them that lebron has made his decision place to be in Lego, may I help you oh the place to be hey did you hear the news what hun? lebron is coming back LeBron's to cleveland coming home. He's coming home? He's coming back! Thank you. Say LeBron's coming home! All right. Say say LeBron's coming home! LeBron's coming home. Yay! Bro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg on Hot 97. Just the same price. Why do you keep singing that? Because McDonald's has any size hot or iced coffee or sweet tea for just a buck. Say I want a medium hot McCafe coffee on my way to work, just a dollar. Cool. Or if I want a small caramel iced coffee, just a buck or even a I get it. I get it. It's any size hot or iced coffee or sweet tea for a dollar. Any size hot or iced coffee or sweet tea for just a dollar. There's something for everyone to love at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. A la carte only. Hot or iced. Man, she got that stuck in my head. Man, I'm going to McDonald's. I do you take your coffee? Uh, bacon, griddle cakes. Huh? Egg, cheese, one sugar. Oh, you want a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles with your coffee? Yeah. <laughs> what would you do without me? I'd be sleeping. What? I mean, you can bleed me. There's something for everyone to love at McDonald's. Grab your favorite breakfast sandwich, or for a limited time, get two sausage McGriddle sandwiches for only $3. Prices and participation may vary. See store for details. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, I just want to say thank you for making my Geico Insurance ID card digital. It's easy to find on the app. It doesn't give me paper cuts, and I always have it on hand because it's on my phone. Because of this, I finally cleaned out my glove box, which was filled with years of paper ID cards. Any thought on what I should put in my glove box now? Sincerely, Trent Patterson. Hmm, Trent, what can you put in the glove box? Here's a crazy thought. How about gloves? Digital insurance ID cards, just a tap away on the Geico app. Introducing the Firestone Grocery Getter. With her new set of Firestone tires, she can't wait to run out of milk. Now she's taking legendary performance straight to soccer practice. With a ride so quiet, you can hear your teenage daughter whispering about you all the way in the back row. When you make your car a Firestone, it's not just a minivan, it's mini fantastic. So whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. 
Did you know it took 39 versions to get the American flag just right? That's proof that great things get even better when they're reinvented. Valvoline's been reinventing motor oil since 1866. And with our all-American roots, we thought it was time to celebrate our legacy by giving away a free American flag. Available at Walmart when you buy five quarts of Valvoline motor oil at the everyday low price of $16.47. See store for restrictions and details. Flag offer expires September 30, 2014. Go to valvoline-usa.com for more info. With the Sam's Club membership, you get incredible savings every time you shop. For a limited time, Sam's Club members get a special savings book with more than $4,500 in extra savings. Find more of what you need for summer entertaining, like Lipton Ice Tea, Doritos, and Nestle Drumsticks, all at amazing savings. Come into Sam's Club today to get your savings book with more than $4,500 in extra savings. Join and save. Sam's Club. Life is better when you're in the club. See club for details. Acclaimed director Guillermo del Toro, an executive producer of Lost Carlton Cues. 206 passengers are dead, and we don't know why. In one week, Manhattan will be gone. An epidemic is tearing its way through the city. In two months, the world. What is this? They're undergoing a metamorphosis to something completely different. A scary, smart, addictive new thriller, Rave's TV Guide. Welcome to the new world. The Strain, tonight at 10, only on FX. I'm at Bonefish Grill, answering your tweets. Kara writes, what's the biggest story of the summer? Brace yourself, Kara. Summer tales of lobster at Bonefish Grill. Lobster, lobster, and still more lobster on an all-new lobster-inspired menu starting at 890. It's a summertime saga of unprecedented indulgence. And no waiting for a sequel. This menu is available every day, all summer long. Yes, summer tales of lobster is a big story, all right. But hurry, this tale is history come fall. Bonefish Grill. Happiness here. This line's boring. Whoa, talking Super 8 sign. Impressive, huh? Now let's go find some fun. I'm getting groceries. Oh, you could get those anytime. Pow! I love roller coasters. You know what else you'll love? Super 8's great rates. And with so many Super 8 destinations, you could find fun almost anywhere. Are you even listening? Huh? <laughs> oh, sorry. Funnel cake. Gets them every time. Go to Super8.com to find your Super destination. Super 8. Destination Super. All Super 8 hotels are independently owned and operated. This thing. White Castle Cravers can get a little crazy. Check out what Ron and Ralph did at a friend's wedding. Instead of throwing rice, we threw White Castles at Vinny and Teresa, and one of the throws went slightly awry and hit Nana in the head. Hey, Nana, Nana wasn't happy. Maybe next time, they should toss Nana the new ultimate sriracha chicken sliders. Tender white meat chicken seasoned with spicy sriracha, topped with jalapeno cheese, chipotle mayo, and crunchy jalapeno crisps. White Castle, the crave is a powerful thing. Limited time only. Funk Fletch, you see how I get down. Stop at Sansone today and you'll get 5000 off dealer posted price on any new vehicle. If you have a job, they guarantee credit. Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneAuto.com. Yo, what up? It's the game and it's the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We are talking about what will it take to stop the shootings. We want to hear from you. Rose is on the phones. 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. We've got a very special panel, a lot of different perspectives on this issue for you. But our question for you, what will it take to stop the shootings? Our condolences go out to the family of 12-year-old Genesis Rincon. She's a little girl that was just riding her scooter was shot and killed 
in uh, Patterson and uh, just another example of what can happen with this problem. We have with us NBA star Sebastian Telfair. He's from Coney Island. He just signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's a co-founder of 99 Moves and uh, now he's making a lot of moves and scoring points in the community too. Sebastian, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Also, And also joining us is uh, Brandon Ragnott. He is a Tribeca Film Festival Award winner. I was waiting for you to tell me that. It took a while to get that out of you. And uh, he's also a college student. When he was 13 years old, he was shot in the head. He didn't let that stop him. He just kept on going, made a recovery, went on to school and making films now. So we're happy that he's here with us. Also with us, Marlon Peterson, Fortune Society. He works with ex-offenders when they come home and trying to make sure they don't Go back and do the same thing. Uh, the president of the Brooklyn East chapter, Brooklyn chapter of the National Action Network, Tony Herbert, is with us. We also have Queens Flip battle rapper and community activist in his own way. We're going to hear about that. And Marie Deleuze, she's the New York City Coalition coordinator of Moms Demand Gun uh, Action for Gun Sense in America. And of course, your phone calls at one eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven. Now, what I'd like to let you know about is Saturday. August 16th, for the first time ever, Hot 97 Street Soldiers is coming to Brooklyn live. We're going to be doing an event at Brooklyn Borough Hall called Push for Peace, Shoot Hoops, Not Guns. It's going to be a show. We're going to have a live DJ. DJ Martian is going to be there getting the crowd going. We're going to have a red carpet with celebrities. We're going to have motivational talks. We're going to have entertainment. It's going to be a community organization setting up there. It's going to be a phenomenal, very positive day for the youth. If you would like to get involved, if you are a PR person, if you're one of the PR people that works with us, um, if you're a PR person and want to get your celebrity involved with this, hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone. That's Tone, the number four real at gmail.com. That's Tone, four real at gmail.com. If you are a community organization, if you are have a, a school group, a church group, a youth group, and you want to get involved, hit up Tone, please. Tone, the number four real at gmail.com. And uh, Tony, you wanted to say something right before the break about this. Yeah, actually, what I was speaking to, you know, to the point of the work that's being done by the moms, and, and they're doing great. I mean, all the way from Connecticut, you know, and around the country. The problem is that there's such a demand for these things, these 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 modern day weapons of, uh, of terrorism, that the issue is it's the demand is so great that we, our own community, is bringing the guns in. So it's not really so much the NRA as much as it is the individuals that look like us that are bringing these things in and using them and whatnot for whatever purposes. Back in the day, people would just throw their hands up and fight, and you get a fair one, and then it's over. These days, these kids are so scared, they're running and shooting and hitting anybody. And that's the problem that we're faced with, that there is such a demand in our community that these guns are being solicited from individuals who are selling them, like the drug trade. And that's a problem. And in fact, that one of the biggest gun busts that they ever, NYPD, made in the past year, it was former Brooklyn residents who had relocated down south and were using relatives still living in Brooklyn to bring up these guns in the trunks of cars. Yeah, and and, and, and to to that point, I also wanted to give condolences out to the uh, Tameka Haskins family, uh, a Brownsville native who was shot and killed. We just did a vigil for her and her funerals tomorrow at Brown Memorial Baptist Church. And our condolences. And I want to just counter uh, Tony. I totally agree with what Tony is saying, but we have to stop just thinking about it as a community issue, because not only it is a community issue, 
And again, my nephew got shot. So I totally believe in grassroots work. But we also need to hold these politicians accountable. I mean, because if the politicians does not set in, scared of the in, NRA, it doesn't matter. But we're not scared. The moms demand action for gun sense. I, I mean, the uh, president, moms, the president not. said, like, we're going to get we're, this through, and it, it got, it, he, even and yeah. he couldn't get it through. It. If you can't get it through after, but let me ask you no, this: No, but Marie. we're still going to continue fighting. I was going to say, though. if you can't get that through after Newtown, something like Newtown. No, but that's why we have the gun voter sense um, campaign because moms demand mayors against illegal gun actually joined moms demand. I mean, actually co- um, combined with moms demand action for mm-hmm. guns in America, and we created every town for gun safety. And one of our ba- major initiatives right now is the gun sense voter. That means that we are asking one million voters to come out and vote um, bipartisan. Whoever you vote for, they have to guarantee us that they are going to make gun violence prevention a major issue. And we only going to vote for politicians that's going to take care of our community. We don't care anymore about being scared of the NRA. We don't care anymore. We're not scared. When you have, a, I believe in gun rights also, but when you have a gun right advocate sitting next to an ant, um, a gun safety advocate, you ask them a question. You know what the gun safety advocate first word is? I'm here to protect my kids. Mm-hmm. The gun rights advocate, some they say, well, I'm, you know, gu- my rights, my gun rights. And then they say, I need my gun rights to protect my kids. We're not talking about guns. We're talking about protecting our kids. And in order for, and you don't want to get a mom mad when we want to protect <laughs> our kids. You understand? Exactly. So we're kicking these politicians in the butt and we're kicking them out of office. That's why I need everybody to join us and be a gun sense voter. And how do they find out information about that? We, they can actually go to um, Moms Demand Action website, which is www.momsdemandaction.org, or they could go to everytown.org also. So just become a gun sense voter. So I t- totally agree with Tony when we said the community has to be held accountable. And yes, the guns are being purchased by the community. But if we find a way to stagnate the guns being brought into the community, then they won't have access But what access about the mentality? It. Because it, so Sebastian was talking earlier about that feeling. When you have that feeling that nothing is, yeah. you know, nobody, that nobody cares about you. There's, there's no hope. You know, so they feel like they don't have no hope. They, right. like they have nothing to work for. You know, um, the citizens, you know, that have good jobs and, um, you know, doing things and work for these companies. The reason why they don't take them actions is because they feel like, you know, they have things to look forward to. You know, things that they work into. You know, if I do this, it's going to take away from that. So I, my point is to give the kids some some hobbies and opportunities, something to look forward to where they want to do positive things. You know what I'm saying? Protect positive things in their life versus I don't have nothing to live for. But see, that's where good politicians come into play when you have people like Eric Adams who understands Kareem Kamara who understands you get those elected officials working in tandem the Walter Mosley's if they all work in tandem with community leaders then we can actually make the changes that we're talking about yeah. and they are doing that but we don't have other leaders outside of that that have a better vision but, so you got to engage them the, the poli- the, sorry the politicians is not in the projects you know right, they, right. they get the call when the body's on the ground after the like, fact like, right. they're not in the project so when I mean you know we got the the community got to take responsibility right. is the people in the community that live five floors down from the guy that's selling the guns, they know. And it's right. people that know that. You know, you're not being, you're not, it's not a snitch. But if you got a guy that's bringing in 20 guns a week into your community, like, that's your enemy right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, until it's just sun down down there, you know, with a bullet in them, you know, yeah. then people want to take action. But the community need to step up and, and identify these people because it's I, definitely and, not and cool. And I think that there are definitely folks that are doing that. And we speak about this issue of gun violence as we're all speaking from legislation, from the political spot, a perspective also. There are also folks on the grassroots that are doing this sort of work on the ground level. It's Tony here, it's myself, it's Marie here. But there are also folks that are doing work who are intervening on the street level who are who are who were once those same people who were engaged in those same sort of activities that know best how to reach as 
credible folks, how to speak to these folks. So there are folks, I think, uh, who are doing this work on, on many levels. And when we think about the issue of gun violence, funny enough, just a couple of days ago, someone asked me, well, Marlon, uh, it was for an article I was writing, and she asked me, well, if you could just give me that one thing that'll end all gun violence, what, what is it? And I, and I responded to her, I said, well, are you, are you crazy? Do you think there's one thing that will fix this? I think that we need, is a multi-pronged yeah. approach. We a multi-pronged approach. On, on all levels. And, and obviously law enforcement is a part of that too. And we're joined right now on our hotline by uh, Ken Thompson. He is the Brooklyn District Attorney, Kings County District Attorney officially. Ken, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. We appreciate it. We're talking about, as you know, the gun violence and the shootings, and, and Brooklyn has been affected. And how are you seeing that going, and what do you plan to do about that? Well, so far, Lisa, to date, we've had about 300 people shot in Brooklyn, mm. which is crazy. Mm. We need to do something about that. And so I started a new unit in my office called the Crime Strategies Unit, and mm. that unit is going to it's going to be made up of a bunch of prosecutors who are no longer going to prosecute cases. What they're going to do instead is they're going to focus on the individuals who are most likely committing these shootings. We all know that the majority of these shootings that are happening, not only in Brooklyn, but throughout the city and the country, they're being done by a relatively small percentage of people. And these folks come in and out of the criminal justice system all the time for different offenses, whether it be riding in a stolen car, fair evasion. And quite often, no one focuses on these these individuals. We are now going to focus on these individuals because we need to keep them off the streets. Yeah. Manhattan has done a great job with their crime strategies unit. That's why when you look at these shootings so far this year, the majority of them are taking place in the Bronx and Brooklyn. Manhattan has had a small number of these shootings. We are going to do something about these shootings because we cannot we cannot have the situation where so many people are being shot. Although murder is down in Brooklyn and throughout the city, we have to do something about this gun violence. And Ken, what about the the youth? Because a lot of the shootings, it's involving teenagers. You know, Lisa, what's tragic about this is, you know, the folks, if you look at the people, the victims of the gun violence, at least in Brooklyn, the vast majority of them are 24 years old or younger. And the perpetrators are, are, are very young. What we're finding is that when I when I grew up in New York City back in the day, you you had gangs, mm-hmm. but they weren't like the gangs now. These these kids are coming together based on where they live, mm-hmm. one uh, housing development against another, even if it's right across the street, you know. And so we need to deal with these young folks because those are the ones who are mostly uh, committing these shootings so far. And then, in terms of the uh, in terms of the prosecution and how you how you're looking at that, you have the strategies unit that's looking at that. In terms of the gun laws, do you do you see that there needs do you feel there needs to be any change in the gun laws, or do you have the tools that you need? We we have the tools. I mean, New York State. If you look at our state, uh, separate from the rest of the country, we have some of the strictest gun laws in the country. The problem is not really our laws. The problem is that these guns are coming up to New York City and getting into Brooklyn and the Bronx and, and Manhattan and other places, mm. they're coming up here from down south. The, the, when, inevitably, when we have a case and we, we recover a gun and we trace where that gun originated, it leads us back to Georgia, mm. to Virginia, to places like that. So what we need to do, in my opinion, is not really focus on our gun laws, but focus on where these guns are coming from because... We're now doing cases, and this hasn't been the, the case in the past. 
We're now doing cases against people down in, in Georgia and other parts of the South who send these guns up there. Because typically when we do an undercover uh, gun operation, we'll arrest someone in New York City for selling a gun to an undercover cop. And that's it. Well, we did something unique a couple of months ago with the NYPD. We did an undercover investigation of a family in Georgia that sent 155 guns to New York City that they thought were mm. destined for the streets of Brooklyn. That's something. And we caught them. That was crazy. We arrested them. And what we did, Lisa, is we brought them up. We extradited them from Georgia. Now they're in Rikers Island, and they're going to be prosecuted for sending these, these weapons of mass destruction just for profit to our streets. And if they would have ended up in the hands of criminals, they would have created mayhem. So we need to do more cases like that to get to the source of where these guns are coming from. And, and some of them, if I remember correctly from the press conference, some of them, some of the people involved in that ring were former Brooklyn residents. Yes. Well, we, we had folks who lived partly in the city, but really were uh, living down in Georgia. A lot of the family members were down in Georgia. But what's, what's crazy is they used uh, their, gun, their lax gun laws down in Georgia to get these firearms just to send them up here. They're coming up to the city, up I-95, into the hands of our young people, and they're being used to kill and to maim. So we've got to have your, your guests absolutely right. Ken, There's Ken, not a panacea. There's not one answer to this gun violence. It's, it's multifaceted. Absolutely. We have to reach these young folks to give them hope, but we have to stop these guns from coming into the city. Can you. your work on, um, on the, this is Tony Herbert, your work on the Operation Crew Cut is unprecedented, man. I, I mean, we want to thank you for that. Well, let me just say this. You know, where I live at, I, I live in a part of Brooklyn where I'm not immune. I'm the Brooklyn DA. Mm-hmm. And I came out of my house a couple of months ago, and it was a, a, a killing a murder right down the street from where I live. And it was a young boy, only 16 years old, recently killed right down the street from the 8-8 precinct. Yeah. And he staggered in broad daylight. He was shot. In front oh, of that's so years old. He staggered to the 8-8, and they could mm-hmm. not save his life. Wow. That oh, could have been God. my son. So we have to take this. This is an epidemic. Chicago had 82 shootings mm-hmm. over the 4th of July weekend. Wow. We in New York City, we've got to come together as a community and as law enforcement to get these guns off the street to save our lives. We're all in jeopardy here. All right. DA, Ken Thompson, we're just about out of time here for the show, but I want to thank you so much for being on with us here on Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I also want to invite you to participate and maybe some members of your team that are working with the youth to our Hot 97 Street Soldiers Push for Peace show with uh, Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams. It's happening on Saturday, August 16th. we got NBA star Brooklyn's own Sebastian Telfair. He's going to be helping us out with that, reaching out to the youth and a lot of other uh, community groups as well. So we hope we can have the DA and your office uh, participation with that. Lisa, we'll be honored. Thank you so much. All right, Ken. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It's Kings County District Attorney uh, Ken Thompson talking about what they're doing. Let me squeeze in one phone call. A lot of people have been on hold for a long, long time here. Let's go to Angie from Patterson real quick. Angie, hi. You're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. I just wanted to say that um, I think like this whole gun violence is like a multi-level problem. You can make all the legislation you want and try to restrict guns and everything like that, but it's not the politician's responsibility to raise your child correctly. Like, for the people that do have guns, they should be educated enough to show their children about the guns, not hide them. Like, I have a two-year-old daughter, and we have weapons in the house, in a safe, of course. When she gets older and she's able to, like, you know, be a little bit more responsible, I will be taking her to the gun range, and I will be educating her about guns. And, you know, I feel like parents, they want to 
they, they need a scapegoat in life when it comes to their kids, but they need to take more accountability. And about the um, these community centers that they're opening up, you can open up a million community centers, but at 11 o'clock when they close, they have to go back home eventually well, we or wherever they think, live. Okay, I, I know, but you got to you gotta start. Angie, you got to listen. I, I appreciate the call, and you got to start somewhere. And unfortunately, yeah, I got like 45 seconds left for this whole show before TJ deads all the microphones. <laughs> but I wish we had more time. And I want to I thank all of you so, so much for being with us this morning. Sebastian Telfair, Brooklyn's own Building a Park in Coney Island. We appreciate it. Um, we're going to see you at the Push for Peace, August 16th, Hot 97 Street Soldiers. And uh, we're, con- we're congratulating you on you know, being signed with Oklahoma City Thunder and just this, this great development in your career and also thinking of the community as, as your career continues to move forward. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I want to tell you about shoe hoops, not guns, man. Let's make a change. Definitely. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And I want to I thank all of our guests. Brandon Ragnott, we appreciate you being here. And Marlon Peterson from the Fortune Society. Tony Herbert, National Action Network, president of the Brooklyn chapter, going to be helping us also with Brooklyn that. East. Don't get me in trouble. Oh, Brooklyn East. <laughs> you know what? I had East, and I said, no, nah, he's the whole Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> you know, what can I say? But thank you so much for being with us. I know thank you're going to be you. helping us out with a push for peace yes. also. And uh, Queens Flip, you got a little thing real quick yeah, you want to yeah, announce? you know, I mean, you know. For me, it's got to be real quick, baby. They're really dead in the mic here. For what happened to me, you know, I was able to meet some good people. Shout out to my brother, Iman Shumpert. He's on tour with me. He's going to help me with my school tour that I'm doing. And, you know, shout out to Kevin Durant. You know, I got Sebastian in here and his brothers. But we're doing something. Iman Shumpert is like one of my best friends. And, you know, he plays for the New York Knicks, number 21. And he's helping me with a lot of things with my school tour. Well, let's get him on the shoot hoops. Get him on the shoot hoops, not guns. guns, That's your job. All right, we roped you in. Marie, I know you're going to bring the moms through on that, too, for us. Yes, we're definitely going to bring in the moms. Thank you for having right. us. Thank yeah, you so much. <laughs> thank you so much to everybody. I got to thank everybody here at Hot 97. Uh, Jay Dixon, our program director, assistant mm-hmm. program director. Carly Hustle saw her last night at Total Slaughter. That was crazy. Oh, man. Uh, shout out to everybody at Total Slaughter, Money Making Mark, everybody that was there. Jeffrey Thacker, our digital uh, director here. You got to check out the new LisaEvers.com. We have all the podcasts. This show will be up shortly after the show, so you can get all of the information. Um, check that out. I want to thank my whole... Um, crew here for Street Soldiers, executive producer Tone Capone. We got Rose on the phones. We got Maya helping us with guest coordinators, our production uh, producer Amber Ravenel. And I want to thank everybody for, for all the help that they're giving me with the show and, and keeping the show going. And I want to let you know again, Saturday, August 16th, it, this is going to be the biggest one yet. Push for peace, shoot hoops, not guns. At Brooklyn Borough Hall, Street Soldiers, we're going to have all kinds of events. You need to get in on this if you're a community group, if you're a PR person for a celebrity, if you're an athlete, if you're a rapper, if you're doing positive things in the community, you need to be here, especially if you're involved in Brooklyn. And you need to hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone. That's Tone, the number four real, at gmail.com. Tone four real at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Instagram, Lisa Evers live and we're going to be doing a whole lot more shootings this week on Fox 5's so follow me on Twitter I'll keep you posted on that and remember have uh, this episode of Street Soldiers brought to you by Emblem Health the official sponsor of Small Steps register for the walk at smallsteps.emblemhealth slash A-N-Y-K. So we thank Emblem Health for helping us. We really appreciate that. And also, we're going to be letting you know, posting it on the website about Newark. I just got to make one real quick shout out. TJ's giving me that look here. Um, Our friends at New Hope Baptist Church in Newark want you to know pre-K enrollment week for children in Newark is is 
the first week of August, August 4th to August 8th. There is high-quality free pre-K available to your children. Call New Hope Baptist Church in Newark. Uh, ask for Alicia, 973-733-6234. Had to get out there. It's all about the kids. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace. Shoot hoops, not guns. Have a great week. Dare to ride Six Flags News, Zoom and Jaro, Drop of Doom. A world record 415 foot vertical drop and a mind blowing 90 miles an hour. And it's built on the face of the world's tallest and fastest coaster, King Dakar. Now open. Save up to 25 bucks with a coupon from McDonald's or buy a day. Get the summer.